You're listening to SBS News. According to United Nations humanitarian officials, nine people have been killed and 75 were wounded in an attack on a UN shelter in Khan Yunus, Gaza's second largest city. Thomas White, the director of the UN's Agency for Palestinian Refugees, said a tank struck a training compound in which over 10,000 people have sought refuge and aid. James McGoldrick, the UN's acting humanitarian coordinator for the Palestinian territories, says Israel had recently intensified its military activity in the area. There's been a lot of intense fighting by the IDF who are trying to root out the, the, the forces against them there. And as a result, of, most recently, there was a, 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 an attack on a, an UNRWA training centre in Khan Yunus. It's been sheltering 10,000 displaced people. And they've just been hit recently in the afternoon just now. And we're see, mass casualties have taken place. Some buildings are ablaze and um, they're reported of deaths. Many people are trying to flee the scene but unable to do so. Thousands of people are fleeing from the city searching for a safe space as the Israeli troops continue their advance on Han Yunus. According to the UN, the area was home to around 88,000 Palestinians, while another 425,000 had sought refuge in the city to avoid conflict in other cities around Gaza. Israel had ordered citizens to evacuate downtown Khan Yunus, an area that includes the city's largest hospital and two smaller medical facilities, with aid group Doctors Without Borders saying that many injured did not have the option to flee. Susan Nabul Ola, a displaced woman from Han Yunus, says she has lost contact with her family members. They are trapped there. With the shelling and tank fire, they fled from one place to another. I don't know their exact whereabouts now. We keep searching. There's no communication or signal to check on them. Sometimes we ask the new arrivals about them, but they say they don't know. Nobody seems to know anything about each other. Many people have sought refuge in the south of Gaza and the Rafah border with Egypt. Over half of the Gaza Strip's total population, which is estimated to be at around 2.3 million, is in the area. Um Khaled Baker, a Gaza resident, says there is no safe place left to go. We are displaced and they bombed us. My son is a martyr. We were told to go to Rafah because it's safe. I have 50 families staying over. They bombed and destroyed us. Where do we go? Where is the safe place so we can go to? My nationality is Egyptian, but I can't enter or leave. I don't even have a tent to stay at. They bombed us, and my son is a young martyr. Where do we go? The old and helpless people, what can they do? Where do we go? The UN's James McGoldrick explains that with so many people gathered in a single region, it makes it difficult to provide the necessary aid face massive issues in terms of trying to provide shelter for the populations who have come to the south seeking safety. A lot of them are in the congested area of the city itself and some have moved to Almawasi which is on the coast. The Almawasi itself is poorly um, supported and serviced by us because of the numbers. It's uh, Rafa itself should have about 280,000 normally, but right now there's an estimate of 1.2 to 1.4 million people there. So you can imagine the, the, the intensity of that, but you can imagine the, the strain on the services that we are trying to provide. 
Meanwhile, Italian Prime Minister Giorgia Meloni has criticised her Israeli counterpart Benjamin Netanyahu for his refusal to accept a two-state solution as a post-war scenario. Following discussions with United States President Joe Biden, Mr Netanyahu has repeatedly made it clear that Israel will not accept that as a potential outcome in the war. Ms Maloney says the Palestinian people have a right to an independent and secure state and the two-state solution is in the interest of both parties. But, she stresses, Hamas needs to change its stated mission too. Italy has always reiterated that the Palestinian people have the right to have a state, an independent, secure and wealthy state. It is a just and necessary solution, both in the interests of the Palestinians but also those of Israel. This is why I do not share the position expressed by the Israeli Prime Minister. However, recognition cannot be demanded unilaterally. The precondition is the recognition of the right of existence of the Jewish state and the right for its citizens to live in peace and security. Turkish Prime Minister Recep Tayyip Erdogan has met his Iranian counterpart Ebrahim Raisi in the Turkish capital of Ankara. The two discussed ways towards the establishment of a just and lasting peace in the Middle East, signing 10 bilateral cooperation agreements. Mr Erdogan says it is necessary that Israel's inhumane attacks in Gaza come to an end. During our meeting, we discussed the need to end Israel's inhumane attacks on Gaza and to take urgent steps towards the establishment of a just and lasting peace. Alex Anifantis, SBS News.